You are listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. This is Tom, and you're listening to Profiles in CRM. Welcome to Profiles in CRM, episode 20. I'm your host, Chris Webster. Profiles in CRM asks CRM professionals eight simple questions. The answers vary wildly depending on their experience and education. Because of the nature of contract archaeology and how small this field really is, some people choose not to reveal their name or the company they work for. Stay to the end of the show to hear how you can have a chance to answer these same questions. All right, we're here on Profiles with episode 20, big number. Um, What is your name and who do you work for? Hi, my name is Chris Conner here. Everybody knows me as Tron. I'm uh, in the upper Midwest. I uh, just uh, accepted an offer for the field season with uh, E3 Environmental out of St. Paul. Nice, nice. All right, and how long have you been working in CRM? See, this will be my 14th year. Wow, nice job. It's a, it's a tough tough job to <laughs> to stay, hang in it for that long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So what is the position you usually have uh, on a CRM project, and what is the highest position you've ever uh, held on a project? And I just mean, you know, field tech, crew chief, project manager, stuff like that. Yeah, um, we'll see uh, field tech or crew chief. Uh, I've been a crew chief with a couple other crew chiefs under me. That's about the highest I've done. And where have you worked? Where in the country have you worked? Whew, uh, everywhere up north, uh, Let's see, Wisconsin, everywhere in the Midwest, upper Midwest, been out in the Great Plains, uh, starting to get out east a little bit, down south Missouri, yeah, kind of that swath in the upper middle of the country. Okay. What is the best thing that's happened to you that's related to being an archaeologist? And this can be professional, personal, whatever. If you weren't an archaeologist, this, you know, X thing would not have happened. Huh. That's a really good question. Um, For me, I... I've managed to fall into what I love to do. So I have a job that I just love doing every day. That's worth a lot to me. Love the people. You meet these people and you, they're, you're friends with them. Really good friends. And then you might not see them for a year or two. And then you're just, you just pick right back up and you're friends with them again. Yeah, I like that. That's, we have a... We have a mutual friend um, that I, I met you and him, uh, Sean, on my very first project ever. That's where I, I think that's the only project I've ever worked with you on. And uh, it was, um, yeah, I mean, Sean and I, we, we, we've seen each other various times throughout the last, you know, 10, 12 years. And, and we just pick right up where we left off. And you're, you're totally right. It's pretty awesome that way. Yeah, I love that part. <laughs> we all three got big merit badges for being on that, that project, too. <laughs> Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, all right, so what is the this this could be the the long complicated question, but um, what is the biggest thing that you would change that would make being a CRM professional better? Oh, I've got I've got a wife and kids, a family man, so I'm trying to do this uh, coordinating with all of that. See, everyone talks about getting paid more and and benefits. For me, it'd be nice to have a little bit of uh, stability, just knowing that you're going to have work for as long as the season is going. Worst thing for me to have happen is for there to be no work for a month and you just sit at home trying to find something for a month. That really eats at you. Yeah, that's true. That, that, that plagues all of us in CRM. Yeah. And what is your... 
what is your career goal in CRM? Where would you, it's the, it's the 20 year question. Where do you want to see yourself ending up in CRM? Unless you're happy where you're at, which is also fun. 20 years. You know what? <laughs> I, I don't have a whole lot of, I don't need to be ruling over the field or anything like that. <laughs> I just like to do maybe a little writing, uh, running a few projects from, uh, from the perspective of writing it up afterwards, interpreting the, the site and the data. Uh, that's all, because that would be kind of fun for me. That would <laughs> keep my brain occupied for a while. Yeah, absolutely. All right, last question. If you could give an undergrad thinking about CRM one piece of advice, what would that be? God, I hate to be this guy, but <laughs> I really I really would tell them, listen, you get, you got to look into this a little bit, especially in the in the upper northern regions here we have the whole winter where we can't work so you got to really think about it before you start putting uh student made and stuff into this degree research it a little bit maybe try and get on a dig and see how it is because there's some people like me once they get on that first day they just love it and it's worth it anyway i'm glad you didn't say uh change your major we, we have had that before but <laughs> you know it, it's do the research and look into it. That's a, yeah. that's a really good answer. Yeah. I've known, I've known guys that, uh, that got on their first dig ever the first day and that first night they're packing up their stuff and going home because they really did not like it. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found on the archaeology podcast network website at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash profiles. At that page, you'll also find a form that you can fill out so you can be interviewed on the show. Interviews take less than 30 minutes, and you don't need any special equipment. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the field. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.